Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Marketing Podcast, your source for all things marketing. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Nikki Little on the line, and she's VP of Strategy over at Franco. Nikki, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam. Thanks for having me. So uh, excited to get into today's topic. Um, so first off, I want to start with a little bit, giving the um, listeners a little bit more of a background of Franco, what kind of clients you help, and all those kind of good things. So let's start there. Sure. So like you mentioned, Franco, we're an integrated communications agency right in the heart of Detroit. We're actually in the General Motors World Headquarters in the Renaissance Center. We've been in business now going into 56 years. So we are Metro Detroit and Detroit Proper's most legacy PR integrated communications agency. So it's a it's an interesting world to be in. And having been in the business for 55 years, Franco has evolved a lot as the industry has evolved. So while it started as a PR agency focusing very, you know, strictly on kind of old school traditional PR media relations, the services that we offer and the clients that we work with and programs that we build have has certainly evolved as the industry has evolved as well. So now we support local, national, global companies from B2B, B2C, um, wide range of industries that we support. And um, like I said, it's more on the integrated communication spectrum. So everything from still kind of that core PR services, because that's at our roots, but we've really grown our offerings and the expertise with our talent on staff to be able to do anything and everything along the marketing, event planning, crisis comms, social media, digital media, and analytics and reporting spectrum. So very well-rounded and full service. So, Nikki, you just took me back a while. So when you said Renaissance Center, <laughs> the first thing that came ahead was, wasn't my prom there? Yes, that's where <laughs> I went to prom. <laughs> so good. It's been, it's, been, it's been a while since I've been in the Renaissance Center, but, oh, my gosh, you just took me back. And it wasn't yes. as renovated um, as it is now. I Actually, no, I went back one other time since then um, to see the Renaissance Center and all of that, but definitely a staple in Detroit and also the skyline. Yeah. So love it. Um, that being said, I mean, you have a very unique vantage point being with a we'll say legacy company you know 50 mm-hmm. years I mean in the heart of Detroit and also in marketing PR all of that what kind of trends if any have you noticed since your time there at Franco that you're just noticing working with a company like that and what clients are asking for like that kind of thing yeah so what's fun is I actually started my career at Franco so I was lucky I graduated from college at the end of 2006. I got a job right away. So January 2007, fresh out of college, I started at Franco. And, you know, back then, it was very different. It was very much more focused on, like, again, that kind of traditional media relations type of services. But when I started, Twitter launched in 2007. And I just naturally gravitated towards the towards social media and kind of saw the writing Mm. on the wall that social was going to become a big part of the PR industry and its future and marketing overall. So I just immersed myself. I joined every organization that we had in the Metro Detroit area. I was part of conferences, um, you know, just really getting myself into that world and self-educating so that I could bring it back to Franco and bring it back to our clients. But, you know, at that time, it, it was tougher, right, because businesses weren't really ready, at least not like the non 
global brands, like the Fords and the GMs of the world, they started earlier, right? But for some of our smaller, like mid-sized clients, like they were apprehensive at first. So, you know, I spent my, I spent three years here, like really immersing myself in that social world and trying to educate our clients and agency as much as I possibly could. And like I said, they weren't quite ready at that time, but now fast forward 2020, the past 10 years at Franco has, has changed dramatically because not only have the clients been more inclined and open to looking at how social and digital and paid, how it's all woven together now. It's all, you know, I love to look at Ginny Dietrich and Spin Sucks and their model for that PESO model of how paid, earned, shared, and owned really needs to all work together for an effective marketing program. So, um, yeah, so like you said, we've really had to evolve our services here in Franco, and it's really been on us kind of PR and integrated comms practitioners to educate them on why all those different pieces need to be part of the puzzle now. And, you know, maybe we don't always touch all of those areas for our clients at Franco, but we really, really kind of pride ourselves on becoming an extension of our clients' teams. And again, maybe we're not managing the digital ads program, but we're working really closely with the team that is to make sure that our communications efforts are aligned with everything else. Wow. And, uh, I mean, so you had a pretty unique just foresight in what you saw in your career and what interests you. So if you saw Twitter mm-hmm. and you're an early adopter to Twitter, I'm like mind blown because <laughs> I, I didn't know. I remember when I seen Facebook, I'm like, oh, this is, I, I didn't, I never even was, I never even signed up for a MySpace account. I'm like, I didn't know what any of this stuff was and I can't claim. Well, now I know. I mean, I, I, I know right. that I do now, it's, but now it's my business. But, um, for most people, when you say businesses haven't adopted, some things like um, our social media, and now they're just kind of coming around. It's like there's still a lot of businesses out there today right now that are listening to this right now that are still like, I know I need to do social media. I know I need to do this. And the thing is, they've been saying that for 10 years plus now. Like we're we're past the point of knowing. Like it's time time to do. So for those businesses that are listening to this right now that still haven't really kind of gone and taken that leap, what kind of things would you tell them would be some good first steps? Well, a good first step is kind of at the heart of any communications program is defining a strategy and setting mm-hmm. those goals. Like why? We always go back to the why, right? And that's a big part mm-hmm. of all of our programs that we build at Franco. It's, it all comes back to the why. Why are we doing this? Why? Mm-hmm. What's the purpose? What's the mission? Because you can't build a program and start to get tactical with channels and what should we be saying on those channels and what should our content look like and should we be doing video photos you know all of that you can't do that unless you've actually kind of pulled back and looked at that bigger picture and defined the why so we always start there making sure that any goals from a communications perspective are aligned with the overarching business goals as well so that's always the place to start and again i think companies get a little intimidated because there are so many different things to think about when it comes to social and digital like should we be on TikTok? well is your audience on TikTok? no then no you should not be on TikTok. so you know it's great to stay on top of those trends but i think that's where businesses get very um, intimidated and overwhelmed and then they don't do anything is because they're just like there's so much out there so it's again kind of going back to that why defining the goals Mm -hmm. really knowing who your audience is where are they active online where are they going to get their news where are they spending time consuming content sharing content and then 
pick one of those places to start. You don't have to be on every channel. You shouldn't be on every channel. But if you pick the right one or two channels and you do those well and you nail it on those channels, then then that's what matters, quality over quantity. Well, I love it. And um, so that being said, let's just say that, all right, so now they're, they're thinking, okay, it does make sense. I need to start getting on social. I love that you bring up the, I love that you bring up the whole TikTok thing because it's funny mm-hmm. because I, I tell people this all the time. I'm like, but here goes the other side of that is that they're not sat, they're not static, like for everybody listening. So your, your audience might not be there right now, but that doesn't mean you have, you can dismiss the platform because right. in five years they might be there. So Facebook's a good example. At one point, Facebook was only for young people. It was for college people. I remember I had my first Facebook account when I was in college, and only college people could be there. So if you would have been a business owner back then, and if you would have made this predetermined decision of, we shouldn't be on Facebook because only college kids are on there, and you haven't gotten on from under that rock in the last 15 years or however many years Mm -hmm. it's been now, um, then guess what? It's no longer just college kids. College kids aren't even on it. Like Now it's all you. It's all your 40, 50. It's grandma, yep. grandma. It's, it's moms and dads, and it's now a family platform. So when it, so when you think about TikTok, you got and all these other platforms, like you just got to kind of think that they're not static. It's not going to be like that forever. Just like Instagram, Instagram evolved, and all these platforms evolved. Right. New ones come up, new ones fall, old ones fall away. It's more of a it's more of a long term strategy. So I love that you bring that to strategy, Nikki. Um, mm-hmm. And I can talk to you about this all day long. I already know we would mm-hmm. be going on all day, but we're about out of time. So, yeah. so that being said, Nikki, if somebody wants more information on Franco or to connect, um, what's the best way for them to do that? Yep, they can go to our website, franco.com. It's F-R-A-N-C-O.com. And um, I'm Nikki underscore little, little on Twitter, also on LinkedIn. And those are the best channels to reach me. Fantastic. Well, Nikki, it's been awesome catching up with you and getting more to know more about what you're doing over at Franco and the great work you're doing for your clients. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you had a lot of fun listening. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Marketing, definitely give us a, a subscribe there, but leave us some comments in the video too. Um, love to hear your thought process on what marketing and what you're doing and PR and social. Um, Let's keep the conversation going. And Nikki, thanks again for coming on the show.